You are listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you are interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of Us needs and appreciates all your support. Dream, a dream about you, Baylor. <laughs> it's gonna come true, Baylor. You think that we're through, but Baylor... You'll be fine. You'll be okay. <laughs> Maybe forgetful, but hey, you know, could be worse. Could be right. Hey. And you'll know by tonight if this show is gonna be worth doing. <laughs> or if you should have gone gun screwing. I don't know. <laughs> Welcome again to Trash in the Can, where we watch bad movies because friendship is the strongest bond between two friends. You and I. Yeah, not our guest. Not our guest no, at no. all. My no. goodness, ice cream. Yeah, that's also from the movie. That is? <laughs> yes. Yeah. You, could be, you could be saying anything you're like, <laughs> I guess it's from the movie. Because nothing in that movie made sense or followed logically from what was said immediately before it. <laughs> no, not at all. So I'm Eric Samaniego, and with me as always is uh, the J.K. Simmons to my J.K. Rowling. Oh. Uh, actually, oh. no, I meant to give myself no, J.K. No, Simmons. No, Damn it. I did I'm it wrong. This. I'm fine with this. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yes. All right, so right, hello. Hello. And we're being joined by, uh, you may have guessed from The Voice, uh, it is... <laughs> Rhett O'Hara, no, it is uh, <laughs> Baylor Johnson returning once again. Now, it's been a while since you've done the show. It's been a while. The last time I came uh, on the show was like the first time that I spent more than a few minutes with anybody after like getting vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Like I'd spent a whole year locked up in my apartment practically. Right. Um, and we watched a bad movie and uh, hung out and had a couple of drinks and expelled some feelings. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we cried. We cried so much. We cried a lot. blackout drunk, and I was an hour late for my work-from-home job. <laughs> <laughs> this was from the day before, and then you were late the next day, right? Yes. Oh, yeah, my yeah. God. Jesus. Yeah, that was rough. I woke up on my couch at, like, 10.30, like, <laughs> and I didn't know what happened, how I got there. I didn't know what day it was. Yeah, I, I don't. So I, I panicked, ran to my computer, and just started. I fell asleep on Wright's couch with oh, my shoes right. on, sitting upright. Like I didn't oh, even yeah. get to laying down. That's right. I fell asleep sitting upright. I came downstairs to wake you up, and you're like, <laughs> yeah, but it was great. Friends are great. It's good yeah. to share your we were, feelings. We were all not okay. No, no not okay. No, no, no. It yeah, turns yeah. out, it turns out, living through a uh, pandemic, bad. 
Yeah. Don't I, recommend it. I mean, and it's good that we're all fine now. <laughs> One out of five stars. Yeah, we got it all out. We yeah. got it all out that we're night. Totally and everything's fine yeah. and normal. Everything's Once fine every five years, I just expel all of it. <laughs> I black out, and then I come to, and I'm okay. Yeah, you just got to call in sick from work one day every five years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because you had some emotions the day before, and then yeah. you don't need to do it again for another four years and 364 days. Yeah, and it's been working for me so far. <laughs> uh, my blood pressure's a little elevated. Again? Uh, no, no, no. Uh, just from the stress. Uh, no, it's fine. I'm heavily sedated right now. Yeah. Uh, so we watched, and uh, I'm going to mess up sedation. the title. Uh, it's what, The Mystical? The, the, the Mystical. The Mystical Adventures. Adventures of Billy Owens. Yes. Yes. Which Bobo, Ohio-sounding movie title. Right, so it's, it's shot in Canada, and if you can't guess from the title, folks, it's kind of a Harry Potter ripoff, but even that's being a little generous, because yeah. it, it creates really... It's, own mythology. No, oh, indeed. It well, doesn't it look too taking, much from It is from taking Harry from like Viking and Nordic mythology. Sorta. Sorta. I mean, if you can interpret some of that. They do mention Loki at some point. Yeah, yeah. they do write down Odin somewhere. Like, ooh. Yeah, on now, a just, wall. Just straight up right now. Best movie ever made? No, yes. no. Like, if, if I were to ask you to explain what the mythology is, could you do it? Because I mean, I'm being honest. Like, I was actually for a while trying hard to figure out what was going on, and then I eventually gave up. So, so we, you know, watched the whole movie, and then <laughs> during the credits, we noticed that there was, first of all, people credited with story by, then there was people credited with original screenplay by, yeah. and then there was a screenwriter credit who was none of those other people, and then there was a fourth credit for somebody who wrote the voiceovers. Yes. Because a lot of this a lot of the actual things that happen in this movie are told to us through narration. Which, they don't even fucking happen. Which, which is always a good you. sign. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good thing they did that though because we would have been way more lost. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean I don't know that it helped a lot. <laughs> no. I mean it, it it clarified like two scenes and yeah. that's about and it. And first rule of writing is tell do not show. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, so Bailey, I mean you write. Uh yeah, some, yeah. Yeah, so like, <laughs> what happened? Uh, <laughs> was it was it mystical? Was it an adventure? And who is Billy Owen? These are all excellent questions, but and so I doesn't answer I any. Think we have to stay tuned for the sequel, which oh. is another bold move that this movie makes. Yeah, this is true, I, and there is a sequel out there. So yeah. we'll we'll have you back, and we'll do that. Yeah. No, I um. No, I, please don't. I, I uh, earlier today I went. Uh, to go see Everything Everywhere All at Once, which was amazing movie, one of the best movies that I've seen in years. So I want to thank both of you <laughs> for just really balancing out my day today. Cleansing yeah. that palate. Yeah. Brought you back down to earth. Yeah. Don't yeah. get too happy. <laughs> <laughs> you thought you saw the best movie? Well, how about this? <laughs> so... It opens in a what is a flashback, right? Is that where they're on the boat? Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. It's 1982, and uh, <laughs> it's, it's or, unclear. Or, or Canada. It's hard to tell if it's just <laughs> or, a or long just, time ago or just Canadian. I think it's supposed to take place in like the early 1700s because they talk <laughs> a lot about like Paul Revere at one point and like the building of the town itself. Because it's, I. It also seems like it's it's supposed to be a a New England town. Yeah. But it's extremely Canada. Yeah. And yeah, everyone sounds extremely Canadian. Yeah. And uh, except uh, for Rowdy Roddy Piper, who is in this film, by the way. Is he doing, Canadian? I do not know. I think he might be Canadian. The 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 city of Spirit River, where this thing takes place, uh -huh. is a real city in Alberta, apparently. Oh, really? So it's a wow. Canadian city. Okay. I thought it, they totally made it up. Well, cause yeah, because the, the name is stupid. It's a stupid <laughs> name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
all our Canadian fans like, hey, that's not very nice. That's not very nice at all. I don't know. God, what part of Canada are you in? (laughs) Nova Scotia. Uh, So, okay. So Rowdy Roddy is in this boat with a motor on it that they're not using. They're they're fully rowing a motorboat in the 1700s. And... With another guy. with Yeah. With, who's played by actor Paul Germ. Paul Germs. That is a, an unfortunate name. I'm sorry. Like, I know... Yeah, what I did have... his family used to do? <laughs> Be sick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that must have been rough being you know, growing up with that name when he was a kid. Did people pick on you for your name when you were a kid? Did you 100%. go by right as a kid? Too? Yeah. Okay. They made fun of me. They made fun of Caroline because it's like, oh, you must be left. And, uh, you know, <laughs> crap like that. And uh, you went to school with a lot of Dick Tracy villains, did you? <laughs> <laughs> there was Flat Top and Mumbles. And uh, yeah, yeah, they made fun of my name. And so, like, with him having germs, which is, it's just, you can make fun of that just with the name itself and just make him feel shitty because he has a terrible last name. Like, oh, that's... Also, to see the man, I imagine as a kid, oh, he maybe was kind of a nerdy little like, kid. Fugly, yeah. 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 Real ugly kid, yeah. Yeah. My last name was made fun of, of course, because it sounds like Carmen Sandiego, so there was the song people would sing yeah. with my name, which is not, like, really mean. It was just annoying. Yeah, yeah. Because also, they didn't pick on me for my name. <laughs> there were a host of other things that they... <laughs> Like latched on, like of all of like the things, fat ass, that I like was. snaggle tooth, uh, <laughs> yeah. piece of shit, asshole. Well, okay, well, Wait, uh, well, I'm not done. Uh, yeah, no, no, it's fine, it's fine. Uh, where, where were we? <laughs> okay, Paul Germs is where we. Oh were. yeah, so the begin, the very beginning. So <laughs> we haven't even made it through the credits. <laughs> I okay. Well, here's the thing. I don't know what happened because I think a dragon comes out of the river. Yeah, so on. so Roddy Piper and Paul Germs are on a boat. They're in a river um, and they're shouting at each other, I can't turn back. You must turn back. I won't turn back. And, and, and wow. I, I wrote Thrilling. that down. I wrote that down that too. That exchange is brilliant. Great, great, great dialogue right there. The and then they too. are oh. attacked by it, it's a CGI dragon, but it looked like one of those like Lego dragons where it's like just one piece and is a dragon. Like there's no articulation on it at all. And it just sort of wobbles at them. And then we go straight into (laughs) the opening credits. Yes. With uh, our lead and his name, I wrote it down because I thought it was an interesting name. It's Dalton Mugridge. Yeah. Which it sounds like a Harry Potter character name. More so than Billy Owens. Certainly more so than Billy Owens. Yeah. And uh, the voiceover is the young girl, the friend? Yes. Okay, okay. That took a while to figure out. I didn't know which of the kids, because the kids all sounded the same to me. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and she's like, this is the story of Billy Owens, and he's my friend, and blah, blah, blah. And it's his birthday, and it's the 11th day of the 11th month, and he's turning 11. Has yeah. to be shitty to... Like, yeah, who's, making, who's making fun of kids, or how, why do you feel bad? Like, oh, man, it's... Uh, it's November 11th. Jesus. Yeah, there's all this stuff in the first couple of scenes about how, like, Billy is just having a rough time. And it's like, I, I don't know. Everything seems okay. Yeah, he seems fine. Uh, you know, he's got his boring parents and his mustacheless father for now. <laughs> we do that was get a thrilling, uh, you know, adventure just with that mustache. Yeah, on again, off again throughout the course of this movie, which I think takes place over the like course of three days. Yeah, um, yeah. So Dad has a really heavy just mustache growth. <laughs> 
But we first meet Billy's mom at the end of a long tracking shot. Yes. Uh, through yes. like a kind of tea shop or something. His uh, Coco Cabana or what is the shot? The the club that in Goodfellas? Yeah, right. Exactly. Oh, it's brilliant. But we managed to pass the camera directly in front of several fully reflective surfaces, including like a mirror, yeah. an actual mirror, and showing us the crew and the camera love following it. this kid through this store. Just A plus. Well done. I love that they they did that. They there's two things that went through their heads. They saw the footage, they're like, shit, you see us in plain sight. So the decision is, do we just say fuck it? Or do we do it again? Nah, fuck it. And <laughs> I think on. you're giving them too much credit. I don't know that anyone noticed. I'm almost certain none of this footage was reviewed. Really? No, that's, I, that's, that's I, interesting. No, no. That's they just they shot it and they said, you know what? I'm not looking at it. I trust it. This I is <laughs> this is this is. I I think the only way to explain what's going on with this movie is that it's sort of like an exquisite corpse situation <laughs> where nobody shooting any individual scene knew what happened in no. the previous scene. Not at all. <laughs> no. Like they couldn't have. No. <laughs> <laughs> Like they're so stupid. They're just like it's like. So what what happened? The, the what was the scene right before this? Like ah, the script was over, over there. I'm like ah, I don't want to read that. Well, this is a front for some sort of criminal enterprise. This, yeah, the, the, the maple movie, yeah. syrup uh, gang. Yeah, uh, the money's being funneled through this movie. Right. Sure. But so yeah, he goes through uh, the tea shop that also has a like uh, dress barn in the back. Yes. And meets his mother, uh, who and then drives him to school. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then he. It turns out that his teacher is one of the guys. It's it's Paul Germs. It's the one on the boat from the prologue. Mm-hmm. Um, Paul quote Jeremy Germs as yes. he's known in the industry <laughs> as he likes to be called by his friends. <laughs> um, Jeremy. So, but we do meet his uh, his two friends. So his he's, he's his Ron his, and Hermione. Yeah, exactly. Her, yeah. Hermione is uh, constantly rambling facts that have nothing to do with anything. Just sort of like a tick. Yeah, yeah like. Climate change is going to kill all the gerbils. Yeah, like, so right? she's more like young Sheldony, <laughs> and then the other one who is supposed to be Ron is just a dork that's allergic to everything. Yeah, his sort of his character choice is just yeah. that he sneezes. Yeah, and at one point, someone making fun of him, or Hermione says he's even allergic to cooked potatoes, and then everyone laughs. Yeah, she says that, that to Roddy mean? Piper. She says that Roddy to Roddy Piper. Like, ah, fucking what idiot. does that mean? I've never heard anything like that. Is that Canadian? <laughs> I know a guy from Canada. Should I get him on the phone right now? <laughs> Let's give him the call. <laughs> Canadians explain it all. Uh, I I don't know. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. It's weird. It's stupid. It's really dumb. But so then, when he's in the school, we finally meet a, a bully. Right? There's this bully, the bully who keeps uh, harassing him and his friends in the lamest they, way possible. In the lamest way possible, they end up knocking a. Uh, like volcano science experiment onto Which, the bully. Okay, that was a volcano. Experiment. It was a volcano, but, I guess, a, but it was full of jello because they kept on talking about jello. I don't they know. Did? Yeah. And okay. then one of them, uh, the little germy one, or the little uh, sickly one. He's <laughs> he, not Paul Germ. Yeah, not Paul. Okay. It's going to be confusing. You guys are confusing. All right. Right now. I don't know who you're talking about. So the little about. germ, yeah. he uh, pretends to sneeze into the volcano and, like, what does he say? Ooh, toxic boogers or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I didn't understand how it was a volcano project because we've all seen those. There's this, nothing like no baking soda to make it no. overflow. It's just like a sculpture. Yeah. This is this is a scene that starts a, a you know numerous scenes in this film that we cannot really understand what was happening and yes. like motivations, what they were talking about, 
what their blocking or actions were and then what leads to the next scene. Yeah, if you told me David Lynch made this, I would believe you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is all just an elaborate he did this directly ruse. after Inland Empire. Yes. Like, <laughs> he really wanted to test out that digital uh, video again. God. Uh, so... Uh, and so, yeah, they run into the bully. And, and then the bully chases them off the school into town. Mm-hmm. And our hero, Billy, disappears into this little, like, curio shop, I yeah. guess. It's that a they refer to, shop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and they refer to it as a pawn shop. Which it does is, not look like a pawn shop. No. It'd be a lot more guns and, and electronics. It's just a quaint stereos. little. Yeah. It's yeah. like a quaint little, uh, you know, shop when you're on vacation in some place that you might stop into and it's, like, hey, look at this old crap. Yeah. It's crap. Yeah. yeah. It's a yeah. crap shop. And the proprietor of the crap shop is, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Rowdy, Rowdy, Pepper. <laughs> hey, hey, kids, how's it going? This is Rowdy Pepper. So I, I know he acted in other things, but I like to think that, uh, you know, his film filmography is literally just they live in this. Because uh, yeah. what a steep decline. Because, <laughs> like, what is he doing in this? I I don't know. He's kind of doing foggiest. this, like, he's clearly supposed to be, like, the magical mentor, but he, he's barely in the movie. Yeah. He's he's Dumbledore meets, um, what's the, the giant's name in Harry Potter? Hagrid. Hagrid. He's Hagrid because he's meets Hagrid. Meets the, the bookshop right. owner in a never-ending story. Yes. Because yes. that, that's got a similar setup. He's escaping bullies and runs into that little shop yeah. and meets the guy oh, who gives yeah. him the book. Yeah, that's right. It's every child And fa- he's doing an movie. old man he's affectation. Doing, and, and I don't know how old... Roddy Piper is, but yeah, oh, he's, he's dead. <laughs> oh, he's very so dead. So he literally can't be any older. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, he was probably, so this is 2008. Yeah. He was probably at least 60. Yeah. Yeah. God damn. No, no, no. I think he was younger. Well, well okay, in any right. case, I, they've, they've aged yeah. him up a bit. He's got a little facial hair and he's dressed uh, very shabbily. Yeah. He's got his hair sort of all combed over in front that of his face. bothered me so much. <laughs> just like, just brush it away. It's just, it's Rod, not, just, just it's not a choice. This, it's not a choice is, that you should make choice. as a character that we have to interact with constantly <laughs> in scenes. Like, I just, all I could see was his greasy hair in his face. <laughs> and, and while in the shop and while talking to Roddy Piper, Billy finds, and by the way, finds it completely out of frame, off screen, yeah. but finds a magic wand that is an actual magic wand. Yeah, and not just a piece of plastic that they bought at the Spirits <laughs> Halloween store. And so he was uh, fifty-four in this movie. Wow, I had to do math. <laughs> uh, so he died pretty young then. Mm-hmm. He was sixty-one when he died. Okay, wow. Wow. Yeah. Was it because of this? <laughs> <laughs> he, he died seven years later. After this, was it because of this? Probably. Well, I, because I mean, of the I'm sequel. gonna be thinking about this in seven years because he's in the sequel. See, this 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 movie is is like the video from The Ring, but much more slow acting. Yes, <laughs> it takes seven years. And it only affects the people that are in it, which is why we don't hear about it, because who the fuck knows who those people are? Yeah, they get the phone call and like, seven years. Oh, okay. That's long enough. That's not bad. That's a pretty good life. Guess I'll I mean... start doing heroin. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, so he sells the wand to the kid, because for some reason, Billy wants the wand. He's drawn to it. Yeah. And he... The guy, Roddy Roddy Piper, knows it's his birthday, even though it hasn't come up because it's, it's oh, birthday, birthday discount. And It'll be eleven dollars. Yeah, because eleven. I just got that. Yeah. Jesus Christ. That is so stupid. Yeah. Oh. Well. Why would you say that out loud? <laughs> Sorry, I... This is recording. These are microphones. <laughs> this is going out to people. <laughs> Literally 
Several of them. Eleven people. A oh lot of relatives God. of people we know, so they know already. Uh, uh, yeah, I really just got that. Yeah, but so <laughs> then, and this is also what's confusing. Uh, number eleven what? coming up again. Okay. So the next scene, we've got Billy and his best friend playing video games in his bedroom mm-hmm. on his birthday. Yes. His mother comes in with the birthday cake and says, "It's almost 11. And he blows up. What? So you're letting the kids stay up until eleven o'clock, and you're giving him cake at eleven o'clock on his birthday. I understand eleven, but like, why are we doing this? Well, I mean, because he's turning. Wait, is he actually turning eleven or? He's 12? turning eleven. Okay, he's okay. Turning eleven. So I mean, we were kind of staying up that late when we were. 11. I wasn't given a whole cake at eleven o'clock. And... I mean, I served myself a cake at oh, eleven yeah. o'clock. <laughs> I just thought it was weird. Like, why not make it the next day at eleven in the morning? Sure. That would still be. That would be a weird time for cake. Sure. Cake is like two in the afternoon to eight at night. Yeah. I have very strict cake hours. <laughs> like this odd gremlin thing that you have. Yeah, like, well, yeah. You can only do it within that range. <laughs> you can't feed like, me. Yeah. No cake after good. eight. But uh, yeah, it, then he discovers that uh, the wand has some power. It can float a tennis ball in his bedroom. Now, how does he figure that out, though? Because he, he says, well, no, I guess he just does it. Yeah, he just like points it. Because I love how he actually figures out what he's supposed to say for it to like really kick into gear the next time he tries to use it. Anyway, that, that's I'm getting ahead of ourselves. <laughs> so sorry, guys. Teasers, folks. Jesus, just so much to keep up <laughs> Stay with. Stay tuned. But uh, right now, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, like they they mess with it. They are kind of like, oh my god, this this can float shit. I, I think like there's no other properties that the the yeah. wand has that is going to be useful. seemingly at this point, but yeah, whatever. Right. So they both see it, and the parents. Mom comes into the cake. Father's there, and then father. What else, what's really going on in here? Implying that he knows something's up. Yeah. And then that's it. That's it. Then it's the next morning. Then uh, uh, Billy and his friend are talking about, like, then we decided to use the... No, maybe it's just in the narration. I don't remember. But, like, somebody says that they used the wand to get out of their chores. We do not see them do this. Oh, yeah, they're just hiding. They're just hiding in, like, the coat room. The only thing... Okay, so the only thing we see them do is Dad is sitting at the table eating his dog food in the bowl. (laughs) And uh, they have the wand, and they motion it, and I guess knock something off a shelf in another room so Dad gets up, and then they hide in the coat room. Which to is, what end? They're just distracting to him. What it's, end? Also, why would, that, chores. why would that kid have chores at his friend's house? No, that's it. <laughs> oh, his friend yeah, has yeah, there. His friend like, has... They, it implied they're both getting out of their chores. I actually did have a friend whose parents used to make me do chores when I would go over to his house. What? What? The, uh, it was insane. Stop the presses. This is fascinating. <laughs> Wait, so Tell what kind of things more. did you have to do? Uh, like full on, like having to help weed the garden and stuff. That's ludicrous. I it's... thought maybe you were going to say help him clean his room or no, something. No, fully <laughs> insane. Wow. Yeah. Were you there a lot? Was this like Yeah, a no, I was friend? there a lot. Yeah. This was like my best friend when I was, yeah, about 11, honestly. So all what I'm saying is this movie was normal to me. <laughs> Now, did you discover your wand at 11? <laughs> <laughs> you know, they did kind of insinuate that with the voiceover that she was like, she said at the very beginning when he was, they were first walking into school, like him kind of, it's a, you know, a weird, weird time for an 11 year old and like almost yeah. talking about, like, about pu- puberty. It sounds, and they're <laughs> sort of like, puberty, puberty. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, they're like uh, the voiceover saying, <laughs> like, not only puberty. was his age changing, but lots of other things were about to change for Billy as well. And I assume that what it actually meant was like, oh, he's going to have a magical adventure. Right, and not pubes. But it sounds like he's, yeah, they're talking about puberty. <laughs> yeah, and I really hope they di- you know dive into that, into the sequel. <laughs> uh, really unexplored territory. <laughs> yeah, Rowdy Rowdy Piper explaining all the changes his body's going through. <laughs> now look, it's when you like each other okay <laughs> and you want to you feel these feelings you're gonna pee on the person that you love do you know we know that's rowdy rowdy's thing do you know what a wet dream is <laughs> well you're about to have a wet nightmare <laughs> <laughs> anyway that's what i call my um, finisher Oh, one other thing that happens, though, in the scene with the dad is we mm. see the dad, like, look at the newspaper, and he says, hmm, vandals destroyed the river project, and then walks the away. Yeah. fuck is the there's, river project? There's all of this talk about stuff happening with and to the river, and there's a river project, mm-hmm. and the river is dying, and, all the, and, like, none of it is ever explained. None of it makes any fucking sense. I have to say that the river looks great the entire time. It seems fine. I don't well, know what is Because it's a real it? river. It's yeah, a real. It's, it's, it's not a special effect, and it's also gigantic. Like it, it's, it's. I mean, it's those, a river. Yeah, it's one of those big Canadian rivers. And um, <laughs> sure. And so, what is? Ha- Wait, are they planning to like close the river or something? I like. I don't understand what the, yeah, the, the project is or anything. Yeah, because they don't explain any of it. My best guess would be some sort of pollutants. I guess is killing things in the river. I guess, but but otherwise, I mean, there's no explanation, and no. it's just this vague. Well, this we we don't have to explain too much. River project and river death. <laughs> Which is mentioned specifically. I also don't know what that means. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and um, wait, what, what happens? Uh, well, oh, so they get out of chores. They, they get out of the chores and they yeah. go back to the little like magic curio. The crowd. And they meet their uh, Hermione. They meet their Hermione and like. Uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper then shows them in a like m- oh my god an wait, wait, amazing wait, wait. green screen montage. Okay, that that happens. Okay, wait, 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 wait. So this is also how he figures out um the the how he figures out how to <clears throat> activate the wand. Oh, because he's trying he says, to show Hermione. Yeah, he says abracadabra, and then in the most Canadian... Agatha Christie. Agatha Christie. <laughs> and, um, and then in the most Canadian way possible, he just says, please, and then that's how... Because want. please is the magic word. I love it. And But doesn't Hermione say something about voodoo and that oh, s- something... Oh, right, because uh, Billy says, I feel like I've been here before, and uh, she says deja... She means to say deja vu, but says voodoo. And he goes, oh, no, no, deja vu... Because voodoo gives you gas. What? What the I, I fuck does that? That and the I'm, potato thing I wrote down specifically I'm giving in this anger. Movie, <laughs> I'm giving this movie a lot of leeway and just assuming that everything that didn't make sense would have made sense if I was from Alberta, Canada. <laughs> if you were bo- born in that specific town, I think. <laughs> it's, that's the thing. Is like, there's so many things they say. It's like This must be like a local... like. Thing that they say is it's, like, it's oh, voodoo gives me gas, and uh, like, what are you talking about? Do you do you know what either voodoo or gas <laughs> are? And I was trying to connect the dots in my head. Like, do you mean like Cajun food? <laughs> <laughs> they call it voodoo up in Canada. <laughs> uh, oh my god, I wonder if that's really what it is. I don't know, but yeah. So you were saying that. So they go into the shop. They go into the shop, um, and hey, then. Kids. Yeah, uh, Roddy Piper then sort of gives them the whole, like, oh, there's... Well, he doesn't actually tell them much, but he says, like, there's magic in the town, and the Vikings used to be here. And then there's this, like, green screen montage of them doing 
tricks with the wand, but all of the tricks are just them like writing things in the air and making little sparkles. It's those long exposure like shots that you would take for in photography class or something. It's like, ooh, they spelled love. Mm -hmm. And they're like they're writing out like codex and Scriptor, scriptors, scriptoria, something like something. that. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. That these one doesn't words, come back up, right? Both of those words do come back okay. up because, yeah, but like, but they aren't explained in that moment, right? Yeah, yeah. they just thought it was oh, fun and cute. But they're and they're playing with each other's faces, yeah. like they're it's just some video distortion. Yeah, they turn colors. It's and, very yeah. uncomfortable when they uh, play and with. Rodney it's like when everybody first got face. you know that uh, what is it on an iMac where you could take pictures of yourself. Oh, and I yeah, no, this whole movie was clearly put together on iMovie. Yeah. um but so so then they go from the magic shop to the library Mm -hmm. to research something because there's a treasure now Uh, they got it out of the chest right like a treasure map or like well that's what he was saying is like there's treasure out in the river yeah or something and they got a map Mm -hmm. and so they they they're going to go research stuff and they're using microfilm machines which i don't think people actually used in like 2008 but again canada yeah um and and there is this like goofy mime oh, security guard. It's like oh he's fat and that's funny and he's yeah. miming and, and doing he, stuff with he's his doing microwave his gums at the very top of his yeah teeth. he's, he's like, exposing Bleh. his teeth and he's yeah. got glasses on he's, and he's projecting this uh, doofy but uh, maybe self inflated yeah. security guard character that we've seen variations on that kind of that weak authority figure yeah. in comedy. That uh, I'm sure we would be casting <laughs> had we auditioned for Billy Owens. Man, this is the part you were born to play. I would have done a lot more with it, I'm just saying. <laughs> well, here's the thing is you would have uh, insisted on lines. Oh, uh, that's uh, true. And top billing. Yeah, because I think but, at one point he kind of like squeals a little bit. He was like... <laughs> I definitely wouldn't do lines on that set. <laughs> oh, man. Me and, me and Roddy, you know? <laughs> I, how'd you end up here? <laughs> So what's your name again? <laughs> so this is your low point, and this is my high point, Roddy. <laughs> oh, this is definitely my high point. So Oh, so they find a, a, a newspaper clipping that this local shop owner, Victor something, drowned. But it's, but it's also the, the shop owner who drowned is their school teacher, who right. is also the guy who was in the boat with Roddy Piper in the prologue. Right. So I guess he's been a ghost the whole time? Or, it's or he fakes his death? It's his descendant? Yeah, because I think that's the whole thing, is that they're all oh. descendants. I didn't get that at I all. I didn't get that yeah, either. Yeah, here's what Wait, I so think. Wait, so Roddy, Roddy is, is immortal. No, no, no. I think, I this is what I think. I think that Roddy Piper's character in the prologue is like the great-grandfather of Billy Owens, but they're dressed. Ex- but they're wearing the same clothes. Yeah, look, I, I thought it. I didn't to write this nice before. Yeah, because they haven't changed in age or anything. No, I yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't buy your theory, <laughs> but I appreciate the effort. I want you to know that I think you're wrong, <laughs> and uh, you're off the show. <laughs> but, all right, so so. Uh, what was the big reveal that the teacher is the bad guy? Was it at the library? It was at the library. Okay. So they're they're at the library. The library crazy. closes and they do some like uh, oh, extremely like slow sort of Scooby Doo sneaking around. Yeah, there's like five minutes of them avoiding the security guard who's trying and to they, fit through some aisles because yeah. he's so he goddamn fat. And this is when they go into the 
the room, the heritage room, they call it or something. Oh, right. Which yeah, is, yeah. And they say it is a scriptorium because it oh. has information from like when the Vikings first landed in Nova Scotia or whatever. Yeah, you remember how they brought all those books with them? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Famously literate Vikings. <laughs> <laughs> and it's when they get one of those books is when then their professor, who they now know is dead or a ghost or the descendant of a ghost or something. I don't fucking know. Oh, because he opens he sh- one of the books yeah. and they have like a little preview or Billy Owen sees a little preview of the prologue. Is like, oh shit. Or maybe some like scuffle between uh, Roddy Piper and uh, Jeremy. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And But and- still in the gift shop. Yes. But it's implied in that scene that Jeremy is dead. Yeah. Right. And yeah, it's what they're uh, fighting each other with their wands and they're in front of a green screen again. Yep. And all these newspapers are blowing around and one hits Roddy Piper in the face and stays there for too long. He doesn't brush it away. And it was one of the funniest things I've seen in a long time. (laughs) Like, it's just so unintentionally funny. It's so good. I love it, uh, and but so and, but also when the teacher shows up, he's there with the school bully who I we take. It's I like mean, his now, it's his, his uh, like his henchman. It's now yeah. his like lackey. In I don't know what his goal was. I don't know what no he was idea. trying to accomplish. I do not understand. And why is the bully there with him? And mm-hmm. what is his end game? And yeah. does that mean then that he's also an evil witch, like the kid, the bully, or is the bully just a, a mean kid? What are they all trying to get? I don't, I don't know. know. I, I, don't, I know. don't know what it is. What are they trying to do? <laughs> I don't know what Billy Owens is trying to do, and I don't know what the bad guy is trying to do. I, I, I don't know. It's making know. me question my intelligence that I couldn't follow <laughs> this movie. It is insanity. Uh, okay. And, and at this point, we're about halfway, if that, through the we're movie. We're five minutes into the movie. <laughs> it, I was surprised when you paused it that we had only hit the halfway point because it felt like so much had happened that I did not understand. Yes. But, okay. Well, so that, that scene, though, when they're having, uh, when the professor comes up with the bully, like the, the whole exchange of dialogue is so bizarre. I don't even remember. Oh my god, it's uh, I don't remember what they said anyway. But uh, but it, it just okay. Hey, I'm 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 gonna get you, Billy, and uh, I'm gonna take the map. The kids run off. The security guard somehow shows up. Oh, shows up and like he, yeah, the security guard busts in, and Kool-Aid that allows style. our hero kids to escape. And then he turns around and accidentally locks the villain and the bully in the room. Right. So that gives the kids time to escape. Because he doesn't see them. No. No. For some reason. Yeah. You Despite the fact that they were role. glowing red. Yeah. I mean, I'm, God, I'm already thinking about how he would have done this better. <laughs> <laughs> what would you do in that? This one, is going to be my, this is, this is going to be your, this is my funny girl for Leah Michelle. <laughs> like I will want to, I want to play this part. And this guy got it instead. He's my Beanie Feldstein. <laughs> Uh, okay. Well, wait, so after that... Oh, I do not remember. I don't remember, but I, rem- I wrote down... What did you guys write? Something I, after that, we introduced the concept of the Hunter's Moon. Yeah, Hunter's they, Moon will come, is what they, I wrote. They don't explain what the Hunter's Moon is. Oh, they, they, go, they go back to school, and uh, that's when, like, the... The, the vines. The vines. Are showing up that's around right. the school. Yeah. And this one... Teacher that speaks I in a monotone voice. Principal. principal. Yeah. 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 So, uh, because well, she comes in. Well, right. But so she speak. We see her. She's speaking to a reporter who, like, oh and, yeah, because yeah. they're yeah. asking about the uh, are the vines dangerous. She says, Mother Nature always gets her way. And <laughs> and we the kids are running through the school. Billy runs into a classroom because the bully's chasing him. The door slams yeah. shut. Yeah, yeah. Which also the timeline doesn't make sense. The library was closed and it's now daytime it's and they're at school. It's now daytime. It's the, I guess it's the next day. 
they they've um, been running all night. They've been running all night. <laughs> um, but they also before the Billy before the bully starts chasing Billy and his friends, they go to gym class, and it's literally oh, just right. like a bunch of children playing with toys. It's like, like free for all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is this is uh, what I guess Canadian gym class is. Yeah, which is you just give like half a dozen kids some volleyballs and half a dozen kids some hula hoops and let one of them <laughs> climb a rope and a couple of them shoot basketballs and uh, you know what you call it a physical education i would have preferred that because that honestly amazing, it, right? it was always me and whatever other weird kid was in class that i wouldn't have been friends with outside of gym class <laughs> and we would like walk the track me and the other fat kid <laughs> like me and the fat goth kid would walk this, the track this is so depressing because i know exactly what you're talking oh, about yeah, and it's a kid that i would not be seen with outside no. of gym no. class who was the no. name of your kid oh i don't i had several <laughs> over the years <laughs> and like if we were playing like kickball I mean, junior high, I would always let people cut in front of line, uh-huh. in front of me in line, so I wouldn't have to until the very, very last minute, because I was not going to try to kick a ball and run, even though I learned later to enjoy it. I just, you know, my chubby little titties and my white shirt and my gym shorts, and so I didn't want to run. Oh, the run. worst? Like, you just look horribly obese, yeah. and like, yeah. the tightest shirt imaginable. Having to change, and I was always great. Oh, I, remember I hated one, changing one time, gym. And this is going to sound terrible. But uh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh man! No, there was a time in elementary... you know when he even bothers to preface it. <laughs> yes, that it's going to be real bad. And you know when he says it, it's it is really yes. bad. Yeah. So there was a kid, and I don't know what condition he had. Uh, but oh, <laughs> was, okay, if, you're, a... if you're driving, listening to this, please pull over. No, no. But I don't know what was going on. I don't know the name of the syndrome. But uh, <laughs> didn't really have ears. But he had these hearing aids. He like, didn't have ears. Yeah. Oh. He had this headgear. And these big Coke ball glasses and no chin. And he, one time he made fun of me in gym class. And I was like, I've hit rock bottom. <laughs> <laughs> it's like on the social hierarchy, I'm now below the kid with the unnamed syndrome. And the, the kid with no ears. Yeah. Oh, man, that's that amazing. Was, and the fact that that was probably, I don't know. 27 years ago and I still vividly remember <laughs> what's something say? I feel like I need to unpack what did he say hang on hey, Eric, Eric, Eric oh, we can't oh, do oh. this right now it hasn't been five years <laughs> oh no what's happening wait wait what did he say he what said, was the burn that the no ear kid said to you oh, wait, well no it was just like oh god I was gonna do his voice and I can't do that oh my god he just I, I, as I recall he just said in his own way you suck was what I, I took it to mean uh, and there was some <laughs> Christ. I love that so much. I am so happy you shared that with us. Yeah, you know I what? feel I like a is, weight's lifted off I my shoulder. I hope this is cathartic for you yeah. to get through this. Yeah. yeah. I hope they named whatever it is after that kid. Oh, he's dead for sure. <laughs> oh, my God. That does make me feel better. It's because it's been seven years since he saw this movie. <laughs> Oh, that kid's dead for sure. <laughs> anyway, uh, thanks for taking that trip down memory lane with me. Oh, good lord. <laughs> oh, man. That is great. Um, oh, I love it. What happens also, fuck in this fucking movie? Oh, oh, gym, 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 oh and gym. then the bully starts chasing them. Yeah, it starts chasing them. And chases them off school again? Or no, 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 no. That's oh, when no, he chases them into the classroom. Yeah, because he's like trying to bob and weave them. And um, he like puts up a force field at one point, And yeah. oh, it gives him blackface at one point. And, uh, <laughs> <That is weird. laughs> 
I guess it's like a Tom and Jerry cartoon. Like he, he, like yeah. a puff of smoke. But yeah. yeah. And uh, and then he yeah he goes into this classroom. But <laughs> That's the still okay in Canada. <laughs> and Al Jolson's prime minister did it. Oh so. my God. <laughs> You're right. Amazing. <laughs> so he locks himself into one of the classrooms, and then uh, Jeremy is there. And this is what sucks. I mean, uh, beyond all of this, just, uh, just this. But th- this was what sucks about the movie is of how it was filmed. Is that there are some, <laughs> in that they filmed it. That they filmed it. <laughs> there, there are moments here that they just. It's obvious they have no idea of how to composite a shot at all, or how to like make it like weighty and and cinematic looking because mm-hmm. a lot of it and also the sound quality is fucking abysmal but they there's so many scenes where there's like all right we're just gonna do like a wide shot and then roddy piper is gonna talk sort of and then the kids are just gonna look confused and there you go yeah. and then this there is this cool seemingly cool effect where jeremy is like walking towards him and there's all these like student deaths in front of him and they're all like, being pulled away like that could have d- been done effectively if yeah. they just knew how to shoot it well but they didn't, and it just looks like are the desks moving? Like I can't. Yeah, it's tell. it's like barely even in frame. Yeah. yeah. And so then the guy he he like comes up to Billy and is talking about the Hunter Moon again. Um and uh and then the principal. Well, well oh. the the guy first he's like you know if you won't give me the map I'll get it from you and he like manifests it I guess from Billy's well, didn't memory. He say he's or like something? I'm just gonna copy it. I'm like yeah. what the fu- why did why do you need the map? And so oh. he and so he like creates a copy of this map that is now floating above Billy. And then the principal walks through the door. And by through the door, I mean like phases through the door (laughs) with a very large jar. Yeah. (laughs) And just like jars the map. Yep. That's exactly what happens. (laughs) We can't even fully communicate how hilarious that looked. Yeah. (laughs) They're reaching into the air and grabbing this fake map and just stuffing it into a big open jar. Putting it in a jar. And, And she basically tells Jeremy, like, hey, quit your shit. She goes, I feel very strongly <laughs> yeah. that you should stop. Get, out, get he, out of here. And he's like, okay. It's like, are you the principal? Is this guy a teacher here? Fire him. Kill him. <laughs> you know, that hadn't even occurred to me. She knows he's an evil, like, sorcerer. And why does she hire him? What the fuck is going and, and on? And so she has some sort of, like, special magic. Um, and then, like, the next scene, I think, or coming up very soon afterwards, she goes to, like, it's nighttime again now, and the cops and some, like, hazmat dudes are, like, inspecting the vines that are wrapped around the school. And she just, like, the saunters. The three vines right, wrapped around the school. Right. Um, and she, she just saunters past uh, the police tape, wearing now sort of this very cool leather jacket. It's a mom jacket. It's a very mom leather jacket. Oh, yeah. That's that, uh, what is it, painting with a twist that she wears, <laughs> you know? I'm going out tonight, girls. Let's go. I'm so excited. This is like girls' night out. This is going to be great tonight. And But, like... Yeah, so so now the vines are. We're worried that they're toxic, but they let all the kids go to school that day. I don't. That's very confusing. Yeah. I, what, also, I, I don't understand when she's gonna <laughs> walk into the school. She just walks through the hazmat guy suits and like uh, the, all the the police tape and everything, it, it and then they like, tell her, "Hey, you can't be here." And she goes, "Okay," and then leaves. Yeah. Like yeah. what? 
What what was your plan? <laughs> and also, what was supposed to happen? Because then nothing happens, and then next day. Well, but, but, she, so she then then she talks to Roddy Piper. They talk about the Hunter's Moon again, right? And then we cut back to the kids who are over at Billy's house. Oh, that's right. Um, what and, the fuck is the Hunter's Moon? They never fucking explain it. It's a full moon that happens when the Earth and the Moon are at the collide. Like, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and if it that, happens twice in a century, then it's the fuck. I don't know. And then that, that guy Hunter on Grinder messages you back. <laughs> but so they're at the house. The kids are trying to decipher, as we all are, what's going on. Dad is asleep on the couch, and mom comes oh, yeah. in. Yeah, because they're watching the news, that's right. and this woman shows up on the news. She's supposed to be a reporter. She's literally <laughs> just holding the boom mic up to her mouth. It's great. Which is the only time you can understand what anyone says in this movie. <laughs> She's very because articulate. They, and... they clearly did have a boom mic. Yes. They just never used it. Well, Most scenes are just recorded with the onboard mic, baby. They kept leaving it in the van by mistake. And they didn't <laughs> Shit, want to walk all the way I back up the hill. Fucking forgot something. <laughs> uh, just be loud, okay, boys? <laughs> speak up. Speak up now, dear. And oh, so they what did they figure out? Because they say something. They're like, "Oh, that's what that means." And the mom comes in and she's like, "What are you kids talking about?" And they're like, "Kid talk, mom." And she goes, "Oh, I'll mind my marshmallows." Oh yeah, yeah. I don't. Remember. Wait, where do they go? They well, well the they fire. see that there's fire. Oh, on the, the, the horizon. They, they think I I think what they understand is like, oh, we need a key for the map. They need a key for the map, which I know. Those words together don't make any sense, and you know, you're yeah. up to speed. But so, but then as soon as they realize that, they see that there's like fire on the horizon out the window, which <laughs> just looks like an industrial, like it looks complex yeah. thing, which yeah. just has flames. Like, what's that over there? Like, oh, that's just the factory, yeah, just like one of those flares that burns off at the top of a, yeah. like. Yeah. natural gas plant or yeah. something. Uh, but they figure out, like, this oh, town God. is actually Vulcanvania. <laughs> <laughs> but they need to go to the crap shop where... Uh, uh, oh, because that's when, uh, before this, that uh, Roddy Piper and Jeremy have that fight, and then uh, Jeremy, like, defeats him a little bit. And um, So, wait, so was Billy having a vision of something that was happening at that time? Or going what, to be or happening. going to be happening? Yeah, oh, yeah. that is not how I read that at all, but also, I just don't care. <laughs> Anyway, Roddy but no, Piper's, but I, th but I think but, that that, okay, makes, that sense. makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense is that they were seeing like a vision of what was going to happen, and that is why the shop was on fire because I did not understand why the shop was on fire. Yeah, so. yeah, and because so, but where did the other kids go? Because they ride their bikes, and Billy goes to the shop. But they say oh, the that kids the kids go the voiceover again oh, because right. they have to explain stuff. The voiceover says that the other two kids, when they see that it's a fire, go and call nine one one, and then oh, Billy rides right. into the shop. And rescues Roddy Piper from the fire. Yeah, right. Cell and phones didn't exist yet in Canada. <laughs> well, that's true. And and both kids needed to go to call nine one one. Yeah, one holds the receiver. Two people. They had to go to the town. Someone pay has phone. to hit the nine, and then someone right. else has to hit the. One. Well, and it's one. Of, it's one of those old fashioned rotary ones. So it takes like a lot of strength. Yeah, they're only eleven. Give them a fucking break. Okay. But but Roddy Piper is holding a key. Yes. Um, while he's laying half conscious on the floor of the burning crap shop. Which is how they found him, actually. And they just started filming. They're like, hey, look, uh, he's... Roddy's asleep. Let's just, let's let's just start the scene. Oh he's, oh, he's stirring. Okay, action. What are you doing, Timmy? Uh, here, put, put the key in his hand. Put the key in his hand. What oh, I've got a key. <clears throat> Perfect. Beautiful. Thank you, Roddy. He just starts eating it. Like, no, Roddy, 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 no. please. Night, night. 
So so then, you know, like a fire truck and an ambulance show up. It is that moment is the highest production values we have seen so far. Oh, yeah. just right. Like, what did you say? I, uh, that oh. they actually just called 911. Oh, yeah, they lit the place on fire, called 911, and they're like, all right, now shoot. It's totally Ed Wood style. Uh, You're a guerrilla pr- filmmaking, baby. <laughs> Like, hey, this wait, <laughs> like, is that Roddy Piper? Like, what the fuck? Um, I uh, yeah. Anyway, so uh, then Billy and Roddy Piper at the edge of the ambulance, and they have this like very like it seemingly dramatic and and sim- sentimental scene where like Roddy seems like because they're like uh, they're uh, comforted in a blanket together, and it seems like he's about to say he's like Billy, never you know take a shot of. Tequila. <laughs> I'm your father. I, but he never says anything. But, so instead, they like edit away from it to like then like they're cutting back and forth between the next morning of Billy riding a bike yeah. and now the footage of them sitting outside the burning building is slowed down and in black and white. And like I genuinely wonder whether or not Roddy Piper had like a little dramatic monologue there, yeah. and he for whatever reason could not deliver it. <laughs> But they really needed the emotion of that moment to hit. And so yeah. instead, it's just a lot of like him sort of shaking his head with his shaggy hair in his eyes and looking at Billy, cutting back and forth between that and the next morning. And, and it's he's bizarre. like, it looks like he's about to cry, too. Yeah. And he's just yeah. like, Billy, I fucked up my life so much. Imagine. <laughs> I don't scene, even know where I am. But imagine a scene that's so bad they couldn't put it in the movie. <laughs> like, that's, that's what we have here. Like what happened? And that's that would have been the best part of the movie. Like now, I'm fascinated of what happened. What does it look like? Did he just completely like? Uh, was oh, he? I just, bet a lot of f bombs were. We're just like monologue. potato brain. He just couldn't remember it. Just like a little bit, a little <laughs> bit at a time. Potatoes, am I right? <laughs> His brain is like cooked potatoes. <laughs> well, it's like in uh, Exorcist Three. Uh, that actor that's in the original, the young priest. George Scott? No, no, no. The the young priest in the original. So he's Jason Miller. He's in the third one. He appears like this demon has his soul, and it's the original actor, and he has his monologue. They had to do it in like 15-second chunks because he had drunk himself into just like wet brain where he just could not deliver the entire monologue. So did that happen? Oh, totally. I think that seems very likely. All right. I mean, God rest his soul, but yeah, he must have had just I mean, they mashed potatoes r- up there. Rowdy for a reason, <laughs> right? God yeah. damn! But so, so it's the next day. We have the flashback to the dramatic moments. Yeah. And then, yeah. then we have like they brought the key home, and like yeah. Billy's dad is looking at the key with one of those little like magnifying glasses that you used to see on like you know infomercials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but he's just like staring. There's nothing to see on this. Key. It has one word, and he's like. Got it. What's the one word? It says like solid steel or something. <laughs> like it's just, it's just describing the word key. Exactly. And he's just like looking at it, turning it over and over. And like the other kids show up and they're like, you told your parents? Yeah. Told them what? Told them fucking what? We've been hanging out with Roddy Roddy Piper. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, uh, and so the, and dad has a mustache sort of now. Now he has, uh, a, now mustache. He has a mustache. Yeah. Which is very important this to the plot. This very thin ginger mustache. Yeah. Uh, and... Is this when dad and mom finally reveal that 
they're witches. They're, yeah, they're magical they too. They know all about the magic stuff. They bring they out their bring books. They bring out oh, right. increasingly large books. Yeah. And it, see an invisible door that's not invisible because we they, can yeah, see it. They, they open up one of the books and does Billy point his wand at it or does it just like... No, I think they put the key... Or no, the mom waves the wand. I don't know. I don't know. But then this, oh, she like, just waves her hand. Yeah. And then yeah. like we see this sort of like CGI door and they go, it's a door. It's an invisible door. And it's like, no, we're looking at it. Also, <laughs> we can see it. What? 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 <laughs> what does that mean to anything? Right, because the door doesn't come it, into play. It does not come into play. Neither does the fucking key. And it's because the end of the movie takes place in a cave. And they don't even go through a door. I don't What know. is going on? Well, but no, doesn't the door come when they're at the altar later? I don't know. But then the There's movie. There's an altar? The movie then sort of turns into Goonies for right. a little while. You where they don't have, even remember anything, do you? They have a magic map and they're going to go into like the woods. Well, no, wait, fuck. Do they go to the <laughs> woods first or do they go to the river? Oh, oh they go to the oh, woods oh, first. I know. They take the key and they open that trunk. Yes. And then it glows, and then to he Roddy transports Roddy them again. to the, the woods. The, the snowy woods. Oh, is the woods the, before the, the river, though? Yeah, I don't the, the woods I are before. Yeah, it's before. Yeah, it's before because the, they run into uh, Yeah, the bad Hulk. guy and the bully. The little goblin guy. That's right. And there's somebody wearing a Hulk mask, a little person in a robe. <laughs> that's like a Halloween store mask. And and he's but also... But it's a static mask, too, because it's, it's, it's even moved. There's no articulation in the mask, it, but the, the guy has to give a whole bunch of exposition about mm. the mythology here. And so what they keep on doing is like editing back to the children, but they didn't give themselves any additional footage to work with so the children keep stepping on the goblin guy's lines <laughs> so it's it's, it's, it's called like they're so incompetent that they couldn't even edit around what that was already being edited in like in camera like what the fuck is wrong with them like just didn't get an extra 30 seconds of footage that they could use it's to edit insanity uh. I can't believe that these things are happening in this movie. Like, it sounds like this is Mad Libs. Yeah. Like, how we're describing everything. It, it makes no fucking sense. And so then they leave the little goblin guy. <laughs> and the, the uh, evil... The evil and the professor and the, bully. and the bully show up. Uh, but then the, one of them is sitting on a tree stump that is a magic altar. Yeah, where they put the book and then they... once It the, opens like a, a portal. portal. But, they, but again, this is one of those, like tell don't show things they just sort of insist like oh yeah no we use the altar and then there was a portal and we left but they just went back to roddy piper yeah like what like because uh, the whole point was just to talk to the goblin i guess yeah and even though they didn't learn anything and then the no! bully is like oh you let him get away and he's like no no they'll lead us right where we want to go but <laughs> yeah and so then rowdy's like hey Go to the cave. Oh, it's like, I got a boat out back. Yeah. yeah. So they get on a boat, and he doesn't go with them. He doesn't go with them. And it is what at is he least 2.30 in the morning. Yeah. Like, it is very, very dark outside. Right. And they're rowing the boat. Well, they ask, like, do you know how to drive a boat? I'm like, no. And it's a rowboat. Yeah. yeah. So you row. And there's there's a lot of, like, wide shots of the boat with ADR. Yeah. Like of them talking about going to this cave. Man, and the right. ADR in this movie too is so crazy bad. Yeah. Like the fight scene between him and Jeremy, Roddy Piper and Jeremy, like there are just, it, it, there are points when Roddy Piper looks like he's talking and the, there's the movie no was sound. just like, words. Yeah. no sound. Nah. Yes. You don't need to hear that. So they say the map is sending them to the place or telling them where to go or the wand is. I don't know. And, and they this, get is, there. this is up at the top of the river that is dying because of the hunter moon or something. Who the fuck knows? Hunter's 
Oh yeah, uh, uh, Alter Moon. Yeah, and then but they so go... they they go into a cave at the end of the river. Right. It was very creepy. It was it, there's like Viking skeletons. Mm-hmm. Yes. They, oh yeah. They... they steal a sword from a Viking skeleton who then wakes up. Mm-hmm. Then they fall into the world's worst escape room, yeah. where there's <laughs> just like the names of Norse mythological figures written in blood on the walls in English. In English, and then they right. just have to touch them, and that is what makes the door open. The the sneezy kid uh, says like, oh. This name and this name, they have F's in it. I bet I have to click punch that. Like, that's... Why? Because he's 11 years old and he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Yeah. And he punches it and, of course, that's when it goes Star Wars in the trash compactor. Yeah. And then uh, Brainy Girl then touches another brick. But it doesn't... Exp- she doesn't explain why the ones she touches are correct. Yeah. It's just like, oh, it's just this like, one has oh, an S I just in have it. to touch these. Yeah. And I'll then- be honest. I don't remember any of this part. <laughs> I think this is when my phone came out. And I started scrolling through Instagram because I have no memory of any of this. Yeah, this all happened. It's yeah. real. Yeah, it's <laughs> Well, no, I believe you. <laughs> so they, they Where go, am I? They, they go deeper in the cave. They're uh-huh. gonna, the, the Viking skeleton uh, crosses them at a little uh, bridge. And then, oh, because... The Viking skeleton is holding a scepter that belonged to Loki? What? Yeah, yeah, they yeah. mentioned Loki. yeah. You're just saying no, things no, now. Earlier they mentioned Loki. I know they yeah. said Loki. Yeah, yeah so and so and so then like the the Viking yeah. skeleton is like using the scepter and Billy is using his wand and they're mm. having like a magic off and then the but it's too strong. Kid, you know how sometimes yeah. two young men will use their scepter and wand and have a magic off together <laughs> every Saturday. Uh, <laughs> sometimes you just got to blow off some steam with friends. <laughs> sometimes the closest bond between two friends. <laughs> His friendship. Oh, that's right. We we that was the over. other thing that the happened mom with the says. Yeah, the yeah. mom says, and it's so weird. There's three of them there. The what is it? I'm gonna read it again. <laughs> Did you know friendship is the strongest bond between two friends? And if you're that third friend, and you all, and if you're in a group, you know who the third friend is. Always. <laughs> You don't. You are the third friend. It's definitely the sneezy kid in oh, this yeah. case, and and that is in a friend group that includes this girl who just won't stop saying facts. Yes. Yeah. Like you are worse than her. Yeah. <laughs> like that's that's a low bar. <laughs> and <laughs> oh my god, this, I'm Hermione. Also, yeah. What does that even mean? Is like, oh yeah, if like we come into peril and then one of us has to choose to sacrifice themselves, it's definitely you, sneezy kid. Yeah. Because uh, like this bond over here is too tight. Yeah. And, they should have uh, killed one of them. But, I would have loved that. <laughs> but in but so in that moment though the sneezy kid who stole the sword off of the skeleton earlier yeah. uses the sword mm-hmm. and like just bobs him on just the, the bobs, wand or yeah, the scepter and and it makes the skeleton disappear. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Excellent. That's it. So then we go a little further into We're the cave. We're only halfway through the movie. <laughs> <laughs> we go a little bit further into the cave and then um uh, oh, they, Professor Jeremy shows up again yep. with the bully, and they sort of like shout at each other. With the bully's there too, isn't he? No, 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 no. I don't think bully's there because he's at. Oh, he's at the. Oh, he's the in the to be continued. Oh yeah, and so oh, yeah. but the then mid credit scene. Good so, lord, because uh, you know um, Samuel Jackson was there, and he was wanting to recruit Billy Owens <laughs> mm-hmm. and Sneezy and uh, Brain. Dopey and yeah, <laughs> Doc. But they they also Have you see... heard of the Canadian Initiative. <laughs> Oh, you haven't? Oh, I'm real sorry. Let me explain it to you. So, uh, but they also see the dragon. Yeah. And there's like a little well or like a little lake, a pond in the cave. Is it the river? 
Is it somehow connected I, the to the river runoff? I, so. I, I guess. Because so. that's idea. where the dragon has been residing. Yeah. In, like, I don't know. In his slumber. Yeah, sure. And, uh, and then, but the dragon is also like Loki or a creature that Loki sent to destroy the city. Or, I, I don't guess. fucking know. And it's just, it's a dragon like, uh, well, you said like the Lego dragon or like it's, it doesn't even have arms and legs. It's just a head and then some shit. And it, it is, and it is like PS1 graphics are better than this. Yeah. It's, like, real, it's rough. real bad. And, and, and they like point the wand at it and they kind of wobble the wand around and then they realize, please oh. go away. And they like all three of them have to be holding the wand because of friendship. And, right. and then that like, happened. Kind of. I guess. Yeah. I, I, this was like maybe. Well, and it an happened so ago. quickly. It happened too. so quickly. And then all of a sudden the, the dragon moves in a slightly different way than it had been barely moving before. Right. And that <laughs> indicates it's... that they had beat. It yeah, because then, then we cut to the next morning and the kids are like playing in a park along the river and the voiceover tells us and then we beat the dragon and then the vines went away and, and the, the city of alive. magic river and no one's dying in the river anymore exactly yeah and, and then, that's that's kind of the end of yeah the that's story. kind of it like I mean and they cut out the whole part where like to defeat Pennywise they all had to do each other. <laughs> <laughs> Look, let's wait until recycling because okay. we need to have the Stephen King remake of this. God. Yeah. But wait, so yeah, so that's basically the end, right? Oh, There's well, some voiceover. I mean, we get to some this next scene, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So the kids all go back to the little uh, shop. Oh, and, crap shop. Yeah. Yeah. And then the principal's there, Roddy Roddy Piper, and then Billy's parents. And they say, well, I guess things are. Things are back safe to normal. For now. And then they, and then they pull out open the map. Was it the same map the whole time? I think it's the same I, map, and it's changed. Well, but it's, it's changed? I, th- I thought they just unfolded it more. Or did like, they just golly. look at a part of it that they hadn't looked at before? Anyway. Well, they didn't want to undo the whole thing because it's a bitch to get it folded <laughs> back up, you know? Because it was also like made out of cloth. Like it was always like it was like a bath towel. It was like a bath um, but yeah, so then they realize there's a bright red X on the map. Yeah. What? And, and Roddy Piper is very excited about this. He's like, oh, 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 I have guaranteed work. <laughs> but so yeah, then we we cut to we the cut bully back into who's the in the cave, cave still. Yeah, and the bully like finds the skeleton that's holding the scepter, and the bully like grabs the scepter, and then his eyes glow, and then it says to be continued. Dot Whoa! dot dot question mark. And here's yeah. the thing: is they fucking did it. They <laughs> made. <laughs> A sequel to this. I applaud them for getting it together. Well, not enough for the first one, but <laughs> presumably not enough for the second. But they still got all together again. They and it's all the same franchise. people. Yeah. Okay, guys. <laughs> I mean, I'm waiting for that third one. We should make the third one. The BOCU, the Billy Owens Cinematic Universe. <laughs> oh, my God. You talk about B.O. <laughs> it stinks. <laughs> Ayo. I guess that brings us to recycling, where we take Ellen's this movie and uh, hopefully turn it into something better. Um, so, does anyone just off the top have something that they think would make this movie gangbusters? Yeah, you know, we've talked a lot about uh, stuff that didn't work in the movie. The mm-hmm. story didn't make sense. One scene didn't really flow to the next. The mythology was gibberish. The child actors, I hate to dunk on child actors, but they were not great. But oh, they were really, shit. Well, the, like I, the, I think that what would have served as a linchpin that really held this whole movie together would be if uh, one of y'all played the doofy security guard at the library. See, this is my recycling. <laughs> was that the this movie? Is, this is why I wanted to go first. Was because I thought it might be. See, my recycling is make this movie about the security guard, oh, and yeah. I play the security guard, yep. and that he actually is the one that saves the day. And it's it's what I've always thought, 
like in the Harry Potter books and movies, uh-huh. that at the end of the day, at the end of that whole thing, really, Harry's not special. No. He's not really the one that saves the day. Oh, he's it's not? kind of collectively everybody oh, okay. banding together. And maybe he's the like the person they're all looking to. Yeah. He's sort of the figurehead. Yeah. But that really, I think the Harry Potter movies should be about someone like Hagrid actually saving the day and the kid getting all the credit. And he can't take away the credit from the kid because he doesn't want to look like an asshole. But it's like a Larry David thing where then it becomes this thing that ruins his life because that's all he thinks about day and night is that everybody's talking about Billy Owens. But what about me? What's his, what's his name? Paul McFaddy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's going to have some stupid name. No, no his name is actually going to be Dalton McGrudge. I don't know. Paul McFaddy is pretty Paul good. McFaddy. Dalton McGrudge. <laughs> but yeah, so because he's got a McGrudge. <laughs> but yeah, so the whole movie's about him and his backstory. And how he grew up without kept a... fitting through wall, like you know hallways. He kept getting lodged in places as a young round boy. <laughs> he was made fun of in gym class by a kid <laughs> with no ears. <laughs> he goddamn God fucking he kids. Is, he is divorced. He is, oh, he is, he is he's multiple, uh, he's got multiple divorced, divorces. At least, yeah. And he's got one kid that doesn't talk to him, but also the kid is black and it's not his kid, but he's told that it's his kid. Like, this guy, it's just one thing after the other. His wife had an affair. Like, I really want this guy to have a terrible life. And he becomes the big villain in the cinematic universe of Billy Owens. <laughs> that he's the big bad right. at the end because... He's the one that wants to take Billy down for taking his glory because it's really him that saved River City or whatever it is, you know, from the music man. <laughs> I'm this they one that saved Alberta, okay? Yeah, there's trouble in River City. And it, rhymes, it starts with T and that rhymes with P and that stands for pool. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that the movie really would serve the audience better to just follow that security guard home and like, what's his life like? Oh, he's furiously masturbating every night. But he also probably lives in, like, a dingy trailer. Oh, yeah. And... I mean, well, it has to be a double wide so he can fit in. Oh. <laughs> the whole, the rest of the movie is just him wedged between <laughs> his kitchen counter and the fridge <laughs> and, until eventually his cats eat him. Oh, my God. And the movie ends. It's not bad. I like that. I don't know. I was just riffing because I, I didn't have anything good other than, like, don't make the movie. I, I want to see a, a movie about... The original screenwriter, and yes. it's a, it's a gritty... oh, like a uh, what is it uh, that uh, Tommy Wiseau movie about him? What is it? Yeah, the disaster, disaster artist, artist yeah, but yeah. about this movie. I want to see like it is, and it's directed by um, I don't know. Let's just say uh, David Mamet, and so uh, oh yeah, we definitely want to work with that guy now. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be better than this. Um, oh okay, well, well okay. you know. <laughs> so how about this? How, oh, let's say Michael Mann and uh, have Michael Mann do a gritty like reboot or just like a a. a a docu, you know, drama basically about this screenwriter who he thought he was creating the next Harry Potter. Yeah, and then these fucking idiots come in and like, well, do it. And uh, well, and we we I don't think we talked about this on Mike, but like the one piece of trivia on mm. IMDb. Yes, Eric, oh, you were the one. Yeah. Who actually oh, right. Read it. So it it actually uh, I could pull it up, but it basically says that the finished film differs greatly 
from the original vision of the script. Mm -hmm. So presumably, why would anyone say that other than it's the original screenwriter that feels slighted by how the movie turned out and and wants people to know? They submitted that then to IMDb for that trivia. Yeah, 100%. I I can't imagine anyone else would have done that. Who else would care? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I I guarantee that these people who made this movie do not know how IMDb even works. Right. And sure. so this. I mean, like all the trivia on my MDB, my IMDB, I submitted myself. Other <laughs> oh, people did. are not adding it. No. Oh, oh. <laughs> as much as I would like to believe that. But yeah, I want to see how his like vision is being taken apart. Like he's there well, on so, set. I, I wonder who the original writer is because it's credited to two. Oh, they... uh, one is a Virginia. I want to say your name, and then one is a gentleman. Yeah. Uh, oh God. He's man. no gentleman. Uh. <laughs> uh... But so, and was this written with the intent of yeah, making it's, it? Oh, it's two people. Oh, see, that would be fucking amazing. It's Virginia Caraway and Charlie Fitzgerald, where they're like, yeah, it's it's about them like down and out in Alberta, and uh, and that's the title, <laughs> down and out in Alberta. Yeah, and, no, uh, I, I can I can see a version of this that's sort of like, uh, oh God, what was the the movie about McDonald's, the founder? Yes, yes. where it's like, yes. oh, this these people come in and they take this thing away from us and they. This turn it into something awful. Some big shot from Ontario comes into town <laughs> with his ideas and just completely just destroys our vision. His name wasn't even Billy Owens. It was Paul McFaddy before. <laughs> yeah. It was about the security guard. In my version, the security guard would at least have a goddamn line. Because <laughs> this, And this is the thing, and as I've gotten older and fatter, I have noticed this in films, that the hostility... That all movies and media have for anyone that's overweight. Yes. Like, I remember as a kid, yeah. as a kid in commercials, the person you didn't want to be in the commercial was always the fat person. Yep. Yes. It was the person like, and like, oh, don't be like them. Be like me. Well, they're clumsy. They can't do things properly, which we can't. But, you know, it's, it's I, very okay, close to I home. Mean, all right. It yeah. does. It's just track. Yeah. I'm it, not it, saying it's inaccurate. I'm just saying I don't want to see it anymore. I don't really like when I walk by narrow gaps between bookshelves. Yeah, no. Because no. I'm just going to get stuck. I always carry Wesson oil with me now because I get wedged into places so frequently. So do I, but it's for uh, sipping on. <laughs> You're always so lubed up. <laughs> One for you. <laughs> and uh, That's why as a kid, I was very self-conscious about like, I, I wore deodorant and cologne way before I needed to because I was self-conscious about like the idea of a fat person being smelly. Mm. I totally know what you mean. Yeah. Yes. I mean, that's it, why I douse myself in Curve since seventh grade. And you know what? It still does a trick, everybody. Trash in the can, sponsored by Curve. <laughs> I wish. We I'd didn't even to... know they were still around. I'm literally the last. It's like in Seinfeld when Elaine buys all the sponges. Yes. I have bought all the Curve. <laughs> I... That's enough to last me. Because I, I do get the giant like a kind. Of... full the... in like 2001 and has just been using it ever since. You just, <laughs> I only do it on date night or a holiday. The only place that you can find Curve now is at like Walgreens. There's it's at Dillard's. It's at Dillard's? Yeah, and Macy's. Dillard's is still around? Yeah. And I order it online in bulk. That's so funny. My grandmother was started buying it for me when I was a kid, and I've been wearing <sighs> it ever since, and it's my smell. And you know what? People like it. I've been told by people <laughs> that I smell great. And it mixes with my beard oil, so I'm not going to sit here and try to defend my choice of curve to cover my curves. Okay. Yeah. Calm down. Okay. <sighs> Jesus. <laughs> I'm oh, sorry. I'm inhaling my curve to make me feel better. It's soothing. <sighs> it just it gets it me in. high a little bit. Um, I did once wear a, uh, a 
deodorant and Old Spice deodorant with my curve, and yeah. I smelled like chemical ketchup. <laughs> like those two things mixed together. And I was at dinner with people, and I was like, what is that smell? It smells like ketchup, but like from me, but bioengineered ketchup. And it's like, oh my God, it's me. Anyway. What do you wear now, Mitchum? I do wear the Mitchum. Set, o- odorless Mitchum. Yeah, the, Mitchum well, I is, also, is the best deodorant out there. Mitchum, if you'd like to sponsor yeah, us, yeah. please, we would totally... Also, I do wear something else. I can't think of the name, but it, it, I know it's giving me cancer. But it paralyzes the sweat glands. It's like this deodorant that burns, oh. and then I just won't sweat for like two weeks Great. under my arms. So yeah, I, I was about to say under your arms. Under my arms. Everywhere else. Why don't you put it just right making up above more. your brow? <laughs> ow, 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 ow. <laughs> I'm ready to go out. But yeah, that works. Um, what the hell were we talking about? Uh, a very bad movie. Trash takeaway? Yeah, I guess it's time for trash takeaway. Now, Baylor, what did you learn from watching this movie or the movie itself, the experience of watching it? Like, what did you take away? Yeah, this is your third time doing this. This is my third time doing this. Um, and every time I'm filled with more regrets. <laughs> yeah. But um, no, I think I, I think my kind of takeaway was that no matter how bad Canadian knockoff Harry Potter is, at least it's not aggressively transphobic. Yes. Wow, yeah. that is a good point. You know what? Yeah, honestly, and as far as we know, anyway. As far as we know. Yeah, but that. Uh, Let's wait for the sequel now. Yeah, right? we'll wait for the sequel. But yeah, this has a leg up on that because I I can't think of another person in recent history that has burned through as much goodwill as J.K. Rowling has. Seriously, like yeah. I I can't even think of someone that came close. Bill yeah. Cosby. Well, well, that was that was a little different. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We won't even get into that. But Will Smith. Okay, so that's no, interesting. There you go. Yeah, See, just there you like go. In, a, in one moment. In an instant. Yeah, yeah. J.K. Rowling was like, just like, like less than an hour before he got his, you know, field's highest honor. That he'd been working for for 30 years. For 30 that's years. just been his eye on the prize yeah. the whole time. And, and oddly, really not that deserved this time around. Yeah. I didn't see it. No, I no, I don't. Either. I did not see it either. Yeah, I'm sure it's fine. Whatever. Yeah, I'm sure uh, it's perfectly I fine. I heard it's not that great. Well, whatever, but yeah, but the idea that, yeah, all, all that goodwill and work he did in that one moment, the night he was finally yeah. going to get what he wanted. And I know we're all tired of talking about we're it. We're all tired but, of talking about yeah, it, but, but that is, but interesting. It is an interesting thing that happened. Like, yeah, what, what must that feel like immediately afterwards? Was it like, oh, shit. Like, was there a moment afterwards like, oh, my God, what have I done? Because yeah. J.K. I... Rowling doesn't have that. I don't know. She I don't, is doubling down every chance no. she gets. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. She was given outs early. People yeah. would say, oh, well, maybe this was misinterpreted or this is taken out of context. Like, and she no could way. Have, she could have like looked at it and backed up, even if that's not what she believed, just to save her legacy. Yeah. And she has gone out of her way to say no, no. Like the, the who and this writer who I love, the guy who created Father Ted and yeah. IT Crowd, and like he's a brilliant comedy writer, is such a piece of shit. His Twitter the last few years has been dedicated solely to being a turf. Really? Yeah. 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 Oh, my God. I'm blanking on his name, and I don't care to remember it anymore. Yeah, but I, I know the guy you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's 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 truly weird. Like, w- with Rowling, like like you said, you know, she could have, she could have just, like, coasted. She was, like, the third richest person in England behind, like, the Queen and Richard Branson or something. Yeah, and something like, crazy like that. And, and uh, you know, this weekend, actually, there's a new uh, 
Secrets of Dumbledore movie coming out or something. Oh, that's fantastic. Oh, fantastic. And yeah. it's apparently bombing. And I don't think it's just because of that. I think that that's a fraction of it. But sure. like, she took her eye off the fucking ball. That's for sure. Because yeah. all of her public statements have been about how much she hates transgender women. And, and like... These movies are garbage. <laughs> well, so, that's the thing. It, it, it doesn't help. No. Because the movies are shit anyway. But to go out of your way to take a stance that I feel like a, a very large audience for Harry Potter. That's that's, is, is that's the thing is a, like, granted, what, what circles do I run in? But like most of the people I know who at this point or, you know, within the last few years before Rowling sort of torched all of her goodwill, like still care a lot about Harry Potter are all queer people. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know any adults into Harry Potter that are not uh, in some way queer. Yeah. Like, and I, I don't think, I don't think that's just because of the people that we know. I think that that could be sort of extrapolated. Yeah. Uh, huh. So yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. And I guess, you know, if at this point you have invested a lot of emotional energy into Harry Potter and you find yourself sort of lost and abandoned and looking for something else to sink your teeth into, well... <laughs> Yeah, Billy Owens Billy is here Owens for you. Billy Owens is here for you. Because There's a whole franchise already set up for you. Okay? Because it's, you know, the director, no one's ever going to ask him because they don't care. <laughs> the writer, nobody's going to ask I him. I don't need to know your opinion on anything. <laughs> yeah. They may have a Twitter. We'll never know. <laughs> but right, what did you learn? Oh, my gosh. I, I learned that for how unhinged... Roddy Roddy Piper seems was and seemed. was yeah. and seemed. Um, I cannot take my eyes off him because I think it. He feels like he's one of the few actors. I was like, I really don't know what he's about to do next. Like, Are I you saying he's like a Klaus Kinski of the wrestling set. A hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, like he was put that on the DVD. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to be a pull quote on something like this one day. <laughs> Eric Semenyaga, trash in the can. So, like, I, I yeah, I just, it, it, I, I'm also kind of afraid for everyone on set at the same time because, like, he could just, like, what do you mean? And, like, he just starts, like, just hitting the kid. He just starts eating someone. I, I don't know. He just starts biting that kid's face, Billy Owen's face, and he's just like, no, Roddy, don't do it. And, I didn't uh, know it was him. I sent you the trailer, and you watched it, and you sent back to me, oh, my God, that's Roddy, Roddy Piper. I was like, because yeah. I saw him, and I, it did not register that that was him. Oh, I recognize that man from a mile away. Well, I guess I learned that... Um, we're going to have you back soon hey. to do part two because oh, man. this is going to be the first time that we've had a sequel for our show. Is oh, it? Oh, yeah. I think huh. so. I think so. Because we've, we've had movies that have sequels, but we haven't done them. Yeah, and this feels I, like we need to complete the story. We need to finish the I, I got to know what happened next, what, what, how it's concluded, because it was such a great cliffhanger. There was that little Snapchat filter on Bully's face. <laughs> And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? Because, you know, they don't explain shit in this yeah, movie. No. Yeah, what was the name of the city? R Magic River? Spirit River. Spirit River. Suspiria. Suspiria. Yeah, I learned that I would like to visit Spirit River. I want to I go on a vacation to a small town, go to a curio shop, and then have my life change by becoming a security guard at the library. By, by the corpse of Roddy Piper. I I wonder if like you go to the city and then they have like a little shop that's dedicated to the movie. Like, like a display. Oh, this was filmed here. Yeah. Like I was in a home of Billy Owens. God, that small Texas town Rhett and I got stranded in, and uh, they oh, shot Smithsville. Smithsville. Yeah. And they have everywhere you go, uh, ephemera and. Uh, 
where the heart is? No, no. Uh, Hope Floats. Hope Floats. Wow. Because that's it was shot there. And so wow. there's landmarks, there's uh, props from the movie on displays. We went to a restaurant that had things in glass cases. That and Tree of Life by Terrence Malick. Hmm. And so that's... It was a very boring city. Yeah. It, no, it was. So those are the two movies that define life. Hope Floats, Tree of Life. Hmm. Hmm. But yeah, so I guess, uh, do you think people should watch this? Would they have fun? Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, this is probably the most fun I've had since, I don't know. I mean, everything, everywhere, all at once is like, okay. Uh, (laughs) But like, you know, this movie is fucking... This is nothing, not at all, nowhere here. (laughs) (laughs) Now, that's a pull quote right there. (laughs) Uh, uh, I mean, we had fun dunking on it as we were watching it, but also were all of us getting increasingly frustrated and yelling at it. Yeah, I was done. Done like 20, 30 minutes left. I was uh, like, I can't do this. Yeah. Yeah. So I I, I can't say yes, honestly. Oh. Yeah, same. I can't say yes. You really? I don't think so. Well, we're like, going to watch the sequel. We are. Yeah, we are. Right There's an obligation. Uh-huh. But yeah, so if you're really into Harry Potter, you know, put your money elsewhere and buy this on DVD. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, otherwise, uh, I guess uh, stay safe, get vaccinated if you haven't, and if you're listening to this and you haven't, why you're still listening to this? Yeah, we we've been pretty harsh on people who have not gotten vaccinated. Yeah, get um, your boosters if you're you know eligible. Oh, I yeah. need to get my second booster now. Oh, wait, when know. is that? When is that? Uh, it's it's ninety days, I believe, after sixty or ninety days after you get your first booster. Okay, hmm. all right. That's, well, everybody, that's informative information. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So everybody, go Google that. Uh, don't watch <laughs> Billy. And, uh, oh, and thank you, Baylor, for yeah. oh, doing yeah. this. Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. Thanks for having me. And we'll see you soon. Oh, that is a threat. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to love you next time, okay? Well, All right. You're going to watch this next movie. Oh, boy. Be great. And I'm in People have already turned it off. <laughs> All right. Well, good night. I love you. Bye. Intro song Too Easy and outro song Charlotte's Web, both provided by the wonderful White Ghost Shivers. Please follow them on all social media outlets as well as find their music wherever great music is sold.